Alhamdulillah. We praise God. Wa ashadu wa ta'ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah. And we bear witness that there is no God except the one true God. It all began a few billion years ago when an angel named Satan entertained supercilious thoughts that he can be a God besides God. And God decided that one way of letting Satan find out is to call his bluff and make him a God. Now a God cannot be a God without two things, a dominion and constituents. And to provide Satan with a dominion, God created a billion galaxies containing a billion trillion stars contained in a universe that is 26 billion light years across. And to emphasize the insignificance, the insignificance of Satan's dominion to be, which is the planet Earth, God created six other universes, even bigger than this one. And then eventually God told Satan that this little moat in the smallest and innermost universe called planet Earth will be your dominion. God equipped the planet Earth with the means to support life for plants, animals, and humans. No other place in the universe is so equipped. And to provide Satan with constituents, God created a miniature, a minute creature from clay, a lowly material, named him Adam. And then God ordered the angels to fall prostrate before Adam. They all did except for the haughty one. He refused. Now this is God's mercy. Have God punished Satan for his supercilious thoughts without exposing them, the angels would have been really perplexed. Why, what did God do this for? Satan didn't do anything because the angels are not aware of Satan's innermost thoughts like God is. So God exposed Satan as a haughty rebel and then told him that he will have this dominion and, and these constituents, the descendants of this creature, Adam, who happened to agree with Satan's point of view, namely that God alone is not enough. We have two points of view. God's point of view that God alone is the absolute Lord and Master, no one else. And then we have the other point of view that God alone is not enough, that we can have some other Lords and Masters besides God. So all the human beings, the descendants of Adam, who agree with Satan's point of view, were destined to be Satan's constituents. Satan's constituents were not assigned to him 
involuntarily. God consulted each one of us. He asked us, do you want to take a test where you choose between my point of view and another point of view? Do you want to take a test where you choose between me as your only Lord and Master or to have another Lord and Master besides me? Every constituent of Satan was consulted. Every single human being was consulted. And we said yes. The human being said yes. Other creatures said no. They were afraid. We, the, there must have been incentives that made us agree to take the test. One incentive is the fantastic, the awesome reward for those who make it, those who pass the test. That is a positive incentive. The other reason probably was that we overestimated our intelligence. We said, of course we're going to choose you. You know, it's going to be stupid if we choose anybody else. We're going to take the test. You and I said that. So Satan's constituents were assigned to him after they, they chose with their free will to take the test and after they decided to side with Satan's point of view. Now, once this was agreed on, the agreement stipulated that every human being will be born into this world with instinctive, God-given knowledge about God. In addition to this, God will send messages and messengers to continuously remind the human being to worship God alone. The other side, Satan is given, is allowed to reproduce every time a human being is born. Every time a baby is born, Satan is allowed to reproduce. Another baby of Satan is also born at the same time. And will attach, this piece of Satan will attach itself to the human being from birth to death. And will continuously talk. Satan's point of view to you and me, to the human being, saying God alone is not enough. You have to have Muhammad or Jesus or Mary or this saint also. They can help you too. God alone is not enough. And you with your instinctive knowledge and with the messages that you receive are supposed to talk Satan's ambassador, representative, who is your, your, who, he has your name. You're supposed to talk, talk Satan's representative into worshiping God alone, that Satan is wrong. This companion is a descendant of Satan, and he can go anywhere, either way, he or she. Same with you. So this is the agreement, and this is the test that is happening right now. Immediately, Satan went to work on Adam and Eve. They were living in paradise during their innocence. And you and I and all of us, we were in Adam and Eve. And Satan fooled us and made us break God's law. 
wrote a script for a movie. I showed this universal conference of all the human beings who are destined to come on this planet Earth. Bearing witness that God alone will be our Lord and Master. And then I showed all these souls, all the human beings, combining together. Symbolically, I made it look like a DNA molecule. All the souls combined together in DNA molecule. And then this one united soul was thrust into Adam's clay body. So we were all, this is my understanding, my comprehension of it. We were all in Adam. And we all broke God's law. That's why we are here. And this is exactly how the plan was to work. So eventually Satan fooled Adam, tricked him, made him break God's law. And then Adam, Eve, Satan, and, and all those who agreed with Satan. There seems to be a number of other angels maybe who also fell with Satan. Became jinns. The definition of a jinn is a fallen angel. Your companion is a jinn, a descendant of Satan, the father of all the jinns, or the first jinn. Adam, Eve, Satan, and anyone who agreed with Satan's point or, or who brought God's law or agreed with Satan's point of view were sent to prison. Their prison is this universe, our universe. 26 billion light years across. This is Satan, Satan's prison cell. And it's too small for him. He can go, he and his descendants can go beyond the smallest and innermost universe. This is his prison cell. And we read in the Quran that they continuously try to break, escape, break out of it. And go listen to the secrets in the other universes. And they can't. Because this is a, this is a well-guarded universe. Our universe. Our universe again has a billion galaxies. And our neighbor galaxy next door is two million light years away. So this shows you the insignificance of Satan's dominion. The earth and everything on it. If it disappeared right now, nothing will happen to God's domain. Nothing. You go to the edge of our galaxy, the Milky Way, you will not even see the solar system, let alone the planet Earth. You cannot see the solar system, which is 4 million miles across. You cannot see it from the edge of our universe. Now, what I want to share with you, this is an introduction only. For the second football, I want to share with you a personal experience that teaches all of us the limitations of Satan and the whole idea of creating these seven universes and the whole human race. Tubu will Allah repent. Alhamdulillah, we praise God. And we bear witness that there is only one God. We worship only one God. We side with God's point of view. That God alone is our Lord and Master. That there is no other creature, no saint, no prophet, nobody 
can help us or harm us, dead or alive. Only God is our master. And only God hires and fires and gives health and, and happiness. Only God. <clears throat> what I want to share with you is a conclusion that is, that is very solid in my mind and in the minds of most of you. That Satan decided, since he is to whisper to us and talk us into accepting his point of view, this is the agreement. That he, instead of wasting his time with the followers, he will capture the leaders, the Pope. 900 million Catholics listen to the Pope. So why should he waste his time with 900 million people when he can just capture one? In, in Muslim countries, religious schools, Al-Azhar in Egypt, for example, children start going from, from first grade. Al-Azhar has from first grade to the PhD level. And certain children will start Al-Azhar from the first grade. And Satan knows that these children will grow up to be quote-unquote religious scholars who will lead the people and will teach them the religion. The Imams, that I'm talking about the Imams of jurisprudence, Shafi'i and Malik and Ibn Hanbal and those. Millions of people follow them, followed them. So why should he waste his time with individuals when he can catch the leader and mislead the millions by misleading one leader? So this is his method. So this, this has been his tactic ever since he came down to this earth was to look for the leaders and catch them, possess them. And it's very easy in the, in the Muslim countries, there is the Islamic University in Medina. And everybody who's going there is going to teach other people. That's always going to take these people. He and his assistants, or just him by himself, he possessed all those kids, all the students. So they graduate into his lab. And they do his orders. They carry out his commands. Now, my personal experience, <coughs> the miracle of the Quran has grown to overwhelming proportions. It is going to overwhelm the world. And I'm going, let me interrupt here and give you the latest development. This was discovered yesterday or the day before yesterday. And it's very quick, but it shows you how the miracle is growing to undeniable proportions. It's going to overwhelm even the enemies of the Quran. What was discovered yesterday or the day before yesterday was that the Quran contains numbers. One, two, three, four, five, up to 12, and then 19. And then 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, and then after 80 comes 99, and then 100, 200, 300, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, 50,000, 100,000. These are all the numbers in the Quran, without repetitions, of course, as you know. When you add these numbers, the total is 162134. I may be mistaken. I think it is 162134. 
Maybe not, but uh, after the khutbah, I can give you the correct number. The total is fixed. It doesn't matter if I make mistakes or not. It is fixed. It is in the Quran. It is a multiple of 19. It is 19 times 8, 5, 3, 4. This is the latest discovery. And uh, let me add uh, one more minute of elaboration on why this is miraculous. For example, the number 50, there's only one number 50 in the Quran. And it is written like this. Noah lived with his people 1,000 years less 50. So it was not written 950. Another place says, uh, we summoned Moses for 30 nights and increased them by 10. So you can see how the numbers being independent and how they add up to a divisible total. Uh, if you do not make a sacrifice under certain conditions during Hajj, sacrifice of an animal, you're supposed to fast three days during Hajj and seven days when you go home, which adds up to 10. Where the Quran says that. Of course, we know 3 and 7 is 10, but that's essential to have the number 10. So you can you can see how the mathematical composition of Quran and how miraculous it is beyond human capability. So this miracle is growing to overwhelming proportions. And Satan knew about it. <laughs> and I assure you, he did everything possible in his capacity to stop it from coming out because now the cat is out of the bag like they say he can do nothing now it's too late i believe he even started a whole new religion based on number 19 just to divert because this did divert some people from the number 19 some muslims so-called muslims so he did the impossible So, how did God hide it? This miracle, to surprise Satan. If Satan catches the people going to other schools or the religious schools and possesses them, why can't he possess the person who is working on the miracle of Quran? Now, here's what happened. At the time, at the time, I, uh, I studied computers for the first time. I was working for Monsanto Company. I was a senior research chemist with Monsanto Company. And they decided to computerize their chemical research. So they gave us a crash course in computers, six months. And they told us to practice anything, do anything with the computer, just to practice. <laughs> and this happened to coincide, coincidence, quote unquote, with my desire to know what ALM is and these letters in the Quran. So I said, okay, let me write the whole Quran on the computer and see if these letters have any mathematical relations. So I did. I wrote the whole Quran. I got all the results, all the counts, the raw data. I have the raw data with me. And there was an American Chemical Society meeting in Chicago. That was in August 19. 70, August 1970. I don't usually remember the dates, but God made me remember some crucial dates because it's... So, at this meeting, this man comes to me and he says, we want you to work for us. Who are you? I'm Robert Seeley. I'm director of research for Anheuser-Busch. I said, forget it. <laughs> I didn't say that too. I said, sorry. Thanks, but no thanks. He said, uh, we'll give you twice as much money. 
I said, sorry, it's not a matter of money. It's just uh, in my religion, we're against alcohol and it'll be hypocritical of me to, to uh, work in, in the biggest brewery in the world <laughs> when, when my religion prohibits it. And I happen to be strongly religious. He said, uh, well, I assure you, this has nothing to do with alcohol. I mean, rest assured, this will give you twice as much money, and you will have nothing to do with alcohol. I said, uh, what, what is it? In fact, I said, no, thanks. I said, Still, you know, I just don't want to be connected with the name Anheuser-Busch, the biggest brewery in the world. It's in St. Louis. It's a fact. <laughs> So he explained to me, he said, this is in the food research department. And it has nothing, absolutely nothing, it has to do with eggs, vitamins, carbohydrates, processed foods, it has nothing to do with alcohol at all. I said, thanks, but no thanks. He said, you know, here's a report from the United Nations that the people in your country, in Egypt, your, your home country, I was not even a citizen then are going to starve in about 10 years. Don't you want to save them? <laughs> well, it's like this angle. Good old Bob Seely, okay? <laughs> I said, so exactly what is the nature of my job? He said, okay, we throw away this amount of waste, this amount of oats, this amount of barley, this and that, and we want to save it from waste, we want to transform it to food. They have baker's yeast, and they have brewer's yeast, and they can choose to work with either one. They throw tons of yeast. Yeast is rich in protein, and this is my specialty as a biochemist. Anyway, to, ma to make a long story short, I accepted the job at Anheuser-Busch. I took my raw data. I left Monsanto Company August 31st, 1969. We have a witness here, Douglas. And I started with Anheuser-Busch on September 1st, 1970. Took my, all my, my uh, raw data with me and for the next four years, the miracle of the Quran was produced in the biggest brewery in the whole world. <laughs> and this is how, what I'm trying to share with you is Satan's limitations. And some of you may have been play, playing a game as children where you hide something and go and find it. And the best place to hide it, if I'm the person to look for it, is in my pocket, right? If you can slip it in my pocket, I can't find it. I will look around everywhere else. But this is, this is one of the things that many children used to do. They'll, they'll hide the object in the pocket of the person who's looking for it. So imagine Satan looking at the planet Earth and he says, this is an Azhar, oh, these people are going to grow up and lead millions to teach about Islam and the Quran and so on, let me get them. And you will look and see, Anheuser, the biggest brewery in the world, nah, this is mine. <laughs> this is my pocket, you forget it. But inside that biggest brewery was the, the miracle of Quran came out. What does this tell us? tells us that Satan it has limitations where he cannot, he does not know everything that's happening in the planet Earth. God knows what the heart of an ant out there is doing. 
atom in the universe. This is a quotation from the Quran. Not a single atom is out of God's vision of control. But you can see Satan unable to detect a significant event like this. It was hidden, hidden from him. So he couldn't put up any obstacles against him. And this is what I want to share with you. Akram Salah. No.